Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Am I the Jerk video. One quick, easy way to prove that you're not a jerk is to just hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for keeping my religious family away from my daughter? I, 29-year-old female, am married to 31-year-old female. We both came from a church that we both considered a cult that is extremely controlling about what's expected of what men and women are to do in the church and in their lives. This involved women cleaning the kitchen, having kids, not working but staying at home looking after the house, and overall just looking pretty in to please the men. Men were pretty much allowed to do whatever they wanted. If you questioned or challenged the church, you would get the silent treatment and the other members wouldn't be allowed to talk to you for whatever time the minister determines. There's so much more. They also have a very strong stance of who will go downstairs, and the LGBT community is definitely going downstairs, according to them. When my family found out that I was lesbian, I was forced to repent for my sins or go downstairs, and shortly after this, I left the church. Fast forward and seven years later, no contact with family and not by choice. They aren't allowed to talk to me because I left the church. I got married to my now wife and a year later welcomed our little daughter. Now my family have decided they want something to do with me. Well, mostly my daughter because when they did come over, they ignored both of us and went straight to our daughter. They were talking about how they're going to love being grandparents, etc. And how they're going to have sleepovers and the church is so excited to have a new baby in the congregation. I said I wasn't going back to the church and neither is our daughter. They were taken aback and said, well, you can't stop us from taking her to church. She needs religion to show her the right way of living because we, her parents, are showing her the way God hates. After this, we asked her to leave, and then the text started. All sort of stuff saying we're being disrespectful, and we should be grateful for grandparents wanting to take her to church and showing her the right way, and how if we didn't let them take her, they were going to call CPS for spiritual abuse. I rang them up and told them to never contact me again, or I'd be going to the police and getting a restraining order, and that they were never going to see her or us again. My wife is on my side and says they're in the wrong, but her brother reckons I'm over-exaggerating and I can't keep family members away from each other just because of a fight. So am I the jerk? I would say pretty clearly not the jerk here. Regardless of their religious beliefs, it's pretty clear that they do not respect you and it's very clear that they're wanting to try to dominate this kid's life. And not just dominating this kid's life, but doing so while also ignoring basically what you think, what you feel, and you're the parents of the kid. Do you guys think OP is the jerk for completely cutting them off at this point? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by an anonymous poster. Am I the jerk for telling people the real reason why mother-in-law doesn't know her grandchildren? We live about four states away from mother-in-law and she never visits. I know we could go to her, but it doesn't seem fair to put the burden on us when we have kids. 
She does vacation multiple times a year, and she is honest that she doesn't come and see us because I'm not a good enough host and it's boring. She doesn't like the food, the house, and feels we don't do enough to plan outings for her. That's fine, and it's her choice, but as a result, my kids have no idea who she is. She's in our state for a wedding and we gathered last night. It was my kids' first time seeing her in five years, and like I said, they have no idea who she is. I was reintroducing them, and a couple family members were commenting and almost acting like it was my kids' fault and they should know their grandmother. I said, mother-in-law hasn't visited in five years because we aren't entertaining enough, and I guess I don't wait on her enough. Mother-in-law said I was being dramatic and got all pissy about sorry I have a life. I asked her in private if she was denying that was why she didn't come. Mother-in-law said she wasn't denying it, but she sees through me and thinks I said that to stir up drama and that it was none of those people's business. The people on Reddit voted everyone sucks in the situation, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I feel like in this situation, OP's pretty clearly not the jerk because those people who were asking about it were being pretty opinionated And frankly, if I was an OP situation, I'd be darned if I was going to let my kids take the blame for being bad grandkids. That said, there probably is a bigger argument to be made though about like, you can still travel to see grandma with the kids, it's not impossible. I'm sure there's a countless number of people, even those watching this video right now, that have had that moment of packing up to go see grandma, or at least having heard of friends or stories of people who, they pack up, they get in the car and they go visit grandma. I know I did when I was probably no older than 7 years old. What do you guys think? Who's the jerk in this situation? Next story is by AITA Daughter Cook. Am I the jerk for calling out my daughter for lying about having Tourette syndrome? I have three daughters, Catherine, 21, Alex with an A on the end, 17, trying to watch out for the smart assistants, and Maya, 14. Catherine and Alex are very sweet, and we rarely argue at all. My daughter Mia is also an incredibly sweet and precious girl, yet I get into arguments with her frequently, especially as she has attention-seeking tendencies. Over the course of a few months, Maya has started to blurt out random words and aggressively move shoulder shrugging, head movements, etc. She's also been making weird noises. I never asked her and ignored it as I thought she was doing it because she was seeking attention. A few days ago, we were sitting at the dinner table and she kept making weird noises and moving and wouldn't stop. It was incredibly disruptive. My husband got very worried and started asking her if everything was okay, trying to console her. I got mad and told him to leave it as she was probably just seeking attention. My daughter bursted out in tears and wouldn't stop crying. My husband got up and took Mia with him to go outside. When they came back, she was calmed down. I told her to stop making noises and to stop moving weirdly. She said she couldn't control it, to which I found ridiculous because she hadn't done anything like this in her whole life. She said she believes she may have developed Tourette's and wanted to go to a doctor. I told her Tourette's don't develop like that and she should have told me earlier. I also pointed out how it just magically disappears whenever she's doing something she likes. My husband is furious with me and so are my daughters. Everyone in the house is giving me the silent treatment. My husband said he would be taking Mia to the doctors but I'm not letting him. I told some of my friends and they all agree that my daughter is faking it. Am I the jerk? I've actually recently heard about an occurrence where like... Kids are watching TikTok contents of people who have Tourette's syndrome and like, 
either faking it or they pick up some kind of like compulsory mimicking of it. I don't know what the actual like gritty details are of it, but I've actually heard that there is like a rise of these cases popping up. That said, I think OP's the jerk for assuming and not letting them actually go to a doctor to get a proper diagnosis. You don't know, unless you actually know, you know? This next story is by Good 432 Am I the jerk for not telling my husband me and my sister were talking about potentially buying a house together? This whole thing started because my brother-in-law found out me and my sister, his wife, were discussing potentially buying a house together and he decided to tell my husband but made it seem like we were actively looking for a house, we weren't, and both planning to divorce them, I'm not, and have the house as a safety net. The safety net part is true. We've been discussing buying a house together so that if either of us ever divorce and end up getting financially screwed over, we would have that house still until we could get back on our feet. It's just an idea that we talked about a few times, but neither of us had committed to actually buying it. I never mentioned it to my husband since it was just a private discussion that nothing's come out of. My husband was furious after my brother-in-law told him. He feels like he deserved to know and was insulted by the reasoning behind us wanting to buy a house together as he feels like our prenup already shows he isn't the type of man to screw me over in a divorce. He said my secrecy made me look bad and I don't think he believed me when I said divorce has never crossed my mind. In the end, he told me to buy the house with her, but I think he just said that out of anger. Am I the jerk? Now, I don't know their relationship dynamic and whatnot, but I do know if I was the husband in this situation and I found out that my wife was trying to buy a safety net house, or at least consider buying a safety net house, and they never told me, I would be pretty darn upset. I think OP's the jerk. And also, it's literally not fair for OP to say to their husband that divorce has never crossed their mind when literally one paragraph before they said the safety net part is true, they'd been discussing buying a house together in case they got a divorce. How is that not divorce crossing your mind? This next story is by Sarah 7 Am I the jerk for getting mad at my husband because he laughed when I told him to reheat his own dinner? For context, I'm a stay-at-home mom with two kids three years old and six months old. My husband is an ambulance driver. He works odd hours and comes home unexpectedly. He expects dinner or lunch to be ready whenever he gets home, whether I'm sleeping or busy with the kids. It's exhausting, but I do it because I know how hard he works. After struggling with this for long, my mom suggested that I start pre-making meals so that dinner or lunch can be ready when he's home. All he's got to do is just reheat it. I immediately got to it and went grocery shopping and spent an entire two days making meals and storing them in the fridge. His response to this idea is, whatever. I was sort of relieved because now I could sleep properly. The kids care, won't get interrupt, etc. Well, at 11pm last night, he comes home while I'm sleeping after putting the baby to sleep. I wake up to him shouting for me in the living room. I rush out and ask what's happening and he tells me he's hungry and wants dinner. I tell him it's in the fridge and just needs to be reheated and he didn't have to wake me up for it. He tells me I need to go reheat it for him. I say no, not happening and he needs to reheat his own dinner. He starts laughing sarcastically which got me mad. He then tells me I'm ridiculous to assume that after working non-stop for an entire shift that he should be expected to do a chore aka reheat dinner himself when i'm here and i can do it 
I started arguing with him after he complains that I'm not doing enough and refuse to reheat it. Then I go back inside the bedroom and shut the door. He comes an hour later yelling about how I've basically made him almost pass out from hunger just because I'm petty trying to prove a point. I tell him he's being unreasonable to expect me to reheat his dinner when he could do it himself. He gives me a nasty look, then tells me he's going to bed hungry and I'm responsible for this, then heads out. This morning, he silently gets dressed and leaves while turning his phone off. I think this is a resounding not the jerk, and if I was in that husband's shoes, I would feel so incredibly lucky that I have somebody at home to both take care of the kids and is willing to make so many reheatable meals for me to get home that I can just pop in the microwave, heat up, and be totally satisfied. For somebody who drives an ambulance, this guy kind of comes off as a very helpless person. The fact that they'd be willing to stand there with their arms down at their side pouting saying, no you gotta reheat it for me, literally expending more effort to complain about it rather than just popping it in the microwave for two minutes, lord help OP. And our final story of the day is by Bedlam Bomber. Am I the jerk for not letting my sister stay at my house during her divorce since I'm out of the country and then calling the cops on her when she broke into my house? So I have two elderly parents that I don't talk to they didn't raise me, a lot of family drama, and I'm the youngest of eight children, all of whom I don't talk to aside from my sister who's closest to me in age. I've been an engineer for 20 plus years and have never really put down roots. I own a century home that I've been restoring the last 10 years, but it sits vacant for months at a time while I'm abroad. Last year, I took a job in Kuwait and I won't be back until next year. The only ones allowed in the house are my son and my neighbor, both of whom watch over my house for me while I'm gone. I got a call three nights ago from my oldest sister whom I've never met. She's going through a messy divorce and wants to move into my house until it's over with two of her kids and her grandkid. I said no. She exploded on me saying I've never tried to be a member of the family and suggesting I was the reason my parents split up. I probably am but don't really care, although these people are foreign to me. The sister I do talk to won't talk to me, saying I was heartless, and I got angry phone calls from a lot of family saying much of the same. A lot of guys at work agreed that I should have opened my home to them. Fast forward to today, they had drove there and broken a window to gain entry to my home, and my neighbor called me informing me of the situation. I called the cops and told them that I was out of the country and could not return, but would like them removed from the property, and she was arrested for trespassing. I told them I wasn't pressing charges, and I received more angry phone calls, saying I shouldn't have said no to begin with and should never have had her arrested. Apparently most of my family and friends think I'm the jerk. My neighbor's going to board the window, and he said there's a bunch of trash all over the place that I told him to leave. The thing is, she has a great job. She gets paid quite well and she should have just paid for a hotel instead of invading my home. I don't really know. My family is my son and sister. Everyone else is just another person. Am I the jerk? I think it's pretty clear that OP is not the jerk. They're basically strangers to you that you don't know. Like, it's a little messy with your sister that you do talk to, but that's not any fault of your own, and then they break into your house. Just about call the cops even if it was your own significant other that did that. Needless to say, I think OP is plenty justified. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. 
So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.